now, brought to you by Muquano Coffee Roasters. www.muquanocoffee.com Coming to you live, and by that we mean not really live, from Gut Check World Headquarters in the capital city of a boxing glove-shaped state, and Gut Check South Command, deep in the belly button above the buckle of the Bible Belt, it's the Gut Check Podcast, with your hosts, Ted Cluck and Zach Bartles. Hey, welcome to the Gut Check Podcast. I am Ted Cluck, joined as always in studio by my good friend, my partner in radio, my business partner, Zachary Bartles. Baby, it's been... uh, In the studio. In studio. Baby, it's been a while since we've done this. Um, I personally have felt the the lack of this podcast in my life. Studio line from L'Oreal. Dude, what? Right. Yeah, I do. What era of our lives? Sculpt your hair any way you like it. And there was a guy playing a saxophone. Dude, there was always a saxophone guy in the nineties. I played the saxophone. You played the saxophone, yeah. right? Yes. Yeah. This, this dude had his uh, teeth on the reed. Oh, see, that never works out well, does it? Uh no. <laughs> and and then he had like his lip on the like like pu- curled up under on the top, and I'm mm-hmm. like, that's backwards. But, yeah. but, but you know what he was playing on the saxophone? What? Just one wailing note. Mm. <laughs> anyway, that's from about 91, I'd say. Dude, 91. I was going to say late 80s, early 90s. Very soulful. You know, very kind of, if you wanted to strike the right kind of note in your commercial or your movie in the 90s, <laughs> you, had a, you had a saxophone player involved for sure. This guy had a full-on like brush cut with depth oh, yeah. gel type thing though. Like, dude, I'm, or, or studio gel, line little, from L'Oreal, I guess. Yeah. Dude, a little, uh, little feather. It was a moose. You know? yeah, it was a moose. Yeah. Remember moose? Oh, I absolutely remember moose. Were you a moose guy? No, no, I, I love the smell of moose. I used it Me once too, in a while. I was, I was more like a depth guy, though, in the in, in junior high in the, in the early 90s, 91, 92. Nice, nice. Yeah. And I'll, I apologize already for derailing us. Just, you know, I, I've told you I'm uh, I'm coming off a major bout, hopefully coming off, of mm-hmm. insomnia. Yeah. And just kind of like life-loathing. Uh, yeah, yeah. I, I, we're not going to talk in depth about what's going on here in no, Michigan, no. but yeah. uh, there's... You know, there's like the great state of Michigan. Yeah, yeah. Oh boy. Yeah, you know what's fun? What? Telling people, uh, hey, that wedding that was already gonna be lame, uh and Lame the, and terrible and not at all what you dreamed about. Yeah. It's actually gonna uh, be worse. Yeah. Yeah. Or or nothing. Yeah, that's we could do it via Zoom. Good. We could do a, a wedding via Zoom. <laughs> it's just you know, as romantic. Good. In fact, that's kind of better. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Oh yeah, it's better in that we're all safe, Zach. Yeah, you know? yeah, you know, I going into this, I was thinking, oh, what a what a disappointment and and what a shame. But now that we're doing it, I'm trying really hard to convince me and you that it's just as good, if not better. Oh, it's better. Yeah, it's better. Listen, like, I don't have to be around the dangers of knowing people and being in the same room as them. <laughs> so you know, isn't this so much? I could better? go the rest of my life like oh, Neo in that little pod, absolutely. where he quote unquote interacts with people, but. Right. There's actually like a tube down his throat and a bunch of plugs in his back. That sounds ideal. That sounds cozy. That sounds ideal. Dude, you know what's ironic to me, and this just struck me just now? The self-same types of guys who were writing about community in like Christian books in 2004 are the self-same okay. guys that are like huge COVID guys now and like haven't seen a live person in months. <laughs> you know what I mean? Huge COVID guys is such a great way They're to big COVID it. guys. Dude, you know, you know who are huge COVID guys though? The the other guys that I host my other podcast with, and wait um, a minute. Well, that tells me something, and I'm just I'm just putting things together here in yeah. kind of a listen. You, you know, do yeah, you do the thought work that you need to do, and I'll just kind of guide you in that. It's like it's like I've got a skein of yarn from Michaels, and I'm just kind of connecting <laughs> different different things on a on a 
bulletin board, but yeah. it seems like maybe then not being huge COVID guys uh-huh. means being a misogynist. Oh, there you go. That's a word that I've heard a few times. It feels uh, like I'm on my other podcast now, which used to be listen, fun. Uh, dude, um, bro, um, what about you misogynists? Dude, like, I wonder, like I literally, I wonder where he learned that word. You know what I mean? I wonder, <laughs> when did it first like drift through his transom? Is it grad school? <laughs> transom? Oh my gosh. So I know he's in grad school. I know he's taking like classes at Midwestern, which I... I think to be a solid seminary, like it, it seems like I know people who, who celebrate it. So, um, I, w- I wouldn't think that it would be a certain kind of place, but yeah, like he's, he, he's doing grad student one on one stuff here, man. Swing, swinging the misogyny around. It's, uh, do you think that dude uses moose? Um, I think he's got a little studio line by L'Oreal or do you think he's going no, like, he doesn't have studio line by L'Oreal. He has whatever. And I'm going to describe a packaging aesthetic here. So stay with me. Whereas okay. Studio Line would, <laughs> Studio Folks, Line, this is two grown men, uh, two grown kind of straight men about another man, man's uh, hair product, okay, hair product, and not even the product itself, but the packaging of the product. <laughs> you know, how Studio Line would have used a lot of like bright, like purples yeah, and shapes. greens and shapes and like colors and shapes. Yeah, yeah, kind of like a jagged font. You know, a font that was like too. <laughs> Uh, too zany by half, you know. Basically, if if that packaging was an instrument, it'd be a saxophone. Yes, exactly. Now, <laughs> the person that we're discussing, I have no doubt that his hair product comes in like a little, like a little tin. It looks like bespoke, handcrafted. Whatever labeling is on it is like clearly recycled paper. You know, it's like that brown. Uh-huh. Um, yeah. You know, it's wrapped in the brown and the and the like twine. Yeah, twine. There's twine involved, <laughs> and it's some sort of like naturopathic, like hair hair balm. Uh, My with- hair treatment. Listen, I want to say two things. One, yeah, if that were an instrument, it'd be a didgeridoo. Mm-hmm. And two, you just described the hair product I use. Really, talk about it. It's called American Crew Pomade. Yeah, and it is. For insufferable people, but I dabble as well. See, this guy who we're saying the name of, though... and, and We're not re- saying the name of. Right, who we're not saying the name of. Like, respectfully, I'm familiar with American Crew. Like, I've seen I've seen that product in stores. American Crew, if you're listening, we would like to explore a sponsorship. Which, dude, oh, we, we got to talk sponsorships We got to talk sponsors. Today. Yeah. Oh, big time. Dude, we got big breaking news on the program. But let's... Dun, 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 dun. Dude, we're all <laughs> over the map. Also, another, it, it just aside, I know it's super echoey on my end. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I'm in the Nakatomi smoke room with all the windows closed. There you go. Um, so that's kind of making it bounce around because uh, it's cold here and I'm wearing a mask, even though I'm all alone in my own house. Well, that's so. good, dude. You're staying safe. And even though I'm mm. bivouacked into my office and like no one can get to me, I'm also wearing a mask and a welding helmet. So like I'm a little, <laughs> I think I'm a little more thoughtful than you are even. Not that it's a contest, but it a is. Welding helmet. You know? <laughs> Like, I'm in flash dance. There's some steam and some sparks. Some sparks? Somebody's going to pour some water on me. You know. <laughs> this whole thing is ideal to me. But anyway, yeah. the person we're not saying the name of, because honestly, at this moment, we're kind of like gossiping young girls that should probably just like move Dude, on. we are, aren't we? But but what is the gossip rooted in? That's my question. I think misogyny. it's rooted in... Well, well, misogyny, <laughs> of course. But it's rooted in the fact that I'm having less fun on my other program. Ah, Isn't okay. It? So you're just you're just trying to deal with it by being funny, which is a healthy way to deal with with a disappointment, right? Like Matthew 18 says, make fun <laughs> of the person on your other podcast. 
and, and kind of go at it that way. Yeah, no, for in sure. In love, though. In yeah, love. in love. That's right, in love. In, in like, non-woke, misogynistic love. Well, yeah, I'm excited for him. Um, baby, I'm, you know what else I'm excited for, though? And this is radio business. This is why we're in this business. In addition to the fact that we enjoy it and we enjoy speaking with each other in this way periodically, we also enjoy doing huge... Um, groundbreaking business deals. And we made a deal recently that, quite frankly, in the pantheon of like deals that I've done in my life, I was pretty proud of it. Um, the deal is with a company called OldSchoolShirts.com. Uh, if you go to OldSchoolShirts.com, you will be treated to a visual feast of retro t-shirts having to do with the following topics, including but not limited to malls, like music stores that were big when we were kids, like 80s and 90s music stores. Tape World, Sam Goody. Oh, yeah, dude. Music, music Land. Land. All the mall stuff, like all the great mall stuff. All the food court items from your 80s mall. Absolutely, dude. Defunct professional sports leagues, which, as we've discussed ad nauseum on this program, I'm a huge fan of. Um, uh-huh. So discovering this company, Zach, was Old, like... Old uh, restaurants, Burger Chef. Yes, dude, dude. Burger Chef. Oh. Dude, this yeah. like it was. It's like someone made a company for us. Dude, totally. And they were like, we don't it's want to look too thirsty, so don't tell them about it for a few years. Exactly. It really gets going, then we'll get a sponsorship deal with them. I guess that's how I felt, dude, and that's what that's what I want to talk about. It's like somebody made a company just for me and you and our specific whims. So I put some feelers out. I reached out to this company. They got back to me pretty quickly and indicated that they wanted to be in business with us. And um, what that involves is two things. Um, we were able to secure some product from this website, oldschoolshirts.com. Have you got your t-shirts yet? No, I haven't gotten them yet, but I, I, I picked one out uh, to start with. And I, it's, it's kind of like a series of decisions to make here, man. I, yeah. I definitely, there, there's more t-shirts that I want on that website than there are than there is space in my drawer. Well, absolutely, dude. And it's a, it's a big decision and one that you want to enter into, um, you know, with a lot of thought and prayer. So um, take your time <laughs> on that. But, uh, and dude, so, hey, you know what? I'm going to be inside for the next three weeks. Well, so. absolutely. Inside, bivouacked, masked up. So you can pull the mask down a little bit, maybe blow Mm-mm. your nose while you're t-shirt dude, shopping. Sh- Yo, no, I mean, no. not that you would. I would never would. do that. You would, would never, never do, do that. that. Baby, so I think we're so rusty at doing radio that I kind of stepped on um, some nuanced aspects of this business deal. So <laughs> I, kn- I know that I said the name of the website, the URL, OldSchoolShirts.com. Implying people could go right there. They've Implying already, that they already could go right there. No, they haven't. They haven't gone there. They haven't gone there. They're waiting. <laughs> and what I want them to do, I want them to run it back to roughly three or four minutes ago and instead go to another website, probably my favorite website on the entirety of the internet, GutCheckPress.com. Mm, a good site. Yeah, it's a good, it's a good wholesome website. And if they go to gutcheckpress.com and if they purchase through the affiliate link, then we get a little piece of the action. That was a part of the deal that their people and our people hammered out. So uh, we get a little percentage of everything that they sell through our website. They thought enough of us as a company. We thought enough of them as a company. We just said, doggone it, you know what? Let's do business together. Let's be in business for a long time. And uh, that was the agreement we hammered out so that everything that's purchased through our site, we get a little kickback, Zach. And, they were uh, like, listen, I love you. And we were like, hey, the guys love you. The guys you. love you. They said, we're the guys. <laughs> they said Ted and Zach, boobies. <laughs> hey, by the way, I showed my boy Die Hard and he loved it. Dude, yeah. So what was his response to it? 
Dude, he loved it. He he laughed at all the right things. Oh, good. He high fived me at all the right points, and at the end, he said that was awesome. So, isn't it fun to like realize that your kids have taste? Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> yeah, it's a good feeling. It's kind of a relief, you know. Until until you discover that they have taste, you kind of wonder if they're gonna. Well, um, and there are areas in which they don't. Like my right. son, like really doesn't like a lot of music that I think he should. Yeah. Um, but hey, Aaron and I have been listening to almost exclusively here in the Nakatobi Smoke Room when we're smoking uh-huh. cigars, Oasis lately. Oh, Oasis is great, dude. One of my favorite bands. It wasn't when they were big, but it yeah. is now. Yeah. yeah. And uh, and by the way, um, at my funeral, mm-hmm. new idea for the the Goosebumps Roll Away, which is the song they play as they just wheel you out. Yeah. Uh, is uh, you know the song Don't Look Back in Anger. Yeah. That's the one, man. Ooh, that's good, Zach. Take me out on that. That's a freaking song. That's good. Um, anyway, I mentioned that, and Kelvin was like, oh, yeah, that's a good song. I've heard you guys listen to that. And I was like, all right, then. All Dude, right. isn't it interesting how we, like, we're at the age where we're, like, starting to plan our funerals. I know I've had this conversation <laughs> with you, and, and now you're having it with me. Um, <laughs> I don't know if it's an age thing so much as, it, so much as it's, like, station a, in having life. done a hundred and... 60 of them or something yeah um yeah I you're just think about what makes for a good one you know there you go there you go yeah well i'll uh i'll i'll make a mental note of that who do you think is gonna die first you or me <laughs> <laughs> oh my god this is the best thing ever it really, um, <laughs> it really I don't know. is I think, let me tell you something i think mm-hmm. you're gonna die first i think i probably why. am too yeah but i, I think it's because you. Yeah. You always hear about the guys, especially the guys who they're in the middle age. They're uh-huh. always like, I'm working out, I'm running, I'm doing yeah. all the stuff. And you're like, wow, that guy's going to live forever. And then you hear then they drop like, dead. killed over. And, yeah. Yeah, and you're like, oh, man, yikes. Yeah. Yeah. It, it's always that backwards kind of way. Um, yeah. I don't know any guys in their 90s who seemed like they spent their time doing more jogging than smoking. Totally. You know, like, <laughs> totally. Dude, but the guys in their I hope 90s. I we die like, on the same day, dude. Yeah, yeah. I, I think we will too. I think I think we should. That'd be good. <laughs> we should. You know what? Let's plan on it. Yeah, yeah. Let's plan on it loosely. Um, we'll take those daggers from the roos, and uh, whichever of us checks off first, then the other one is is bound to do. Dude, some those souvenir like- daggers would probably like <laughs> bend if you tried to like pierce your skin with them. That would be an exercise in frustration for both of us. <laughs> well, then we could be like, well, I tried. Dude, I'm looking at my souvenir dag right now, man. It's in my it's in my desk drawer at work. Try to try to puncture your chest with it. See what happens. <laughs> what if I put it in like the solo flex concavity there, right in the middle of my chest? I mean, <laughs> you can might. you can conceal a weapon right there in the <laughs> concavity. That might work. You keep out. your wallet there. Yeah, 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 yeah. I keep my wallet, my keys there. You know, um, <laughs> Zach, I have. I have a follow up question on Oasis, but I want to close the loop on uh, old school shirts. Death? Oh, yeah. Okay, so. Um, definitely go to Old School Shirts. They 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 have product. No, bro- don't go to gutcheckpress.com. Go to gutcheckpress.com. Oh, I suck at radio, dude. And slash, business slash slash podcast slash episode one thirty nine dot html. That's where you <laughs> there want to you go. go. Easy, it rolls off the tongue. Um, this is why I'm unsuccessful at business, dude. I always screw up some mundane detail. Truly, my gosh, dude, the amount of free crap and money that you get through your uh, woke non misogynist podcast. I think you are very successful exactly. in business. My other podcast in which we're great people and we always honor people all the time. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's kind of a yin and a yang because on this one, we just like grouse and, and, and are super sarcastic all the time. So, Dude, we do, but I need this. Like, especially now. You know what I mean? Um, I, I really do need this. This serves a, a very important purpose in my life, as does 
old school shirts. <laughs> so navigating through gutcheckpress.com, uh, take a look at what they have to offer. They break it down by region. So any city, any so major cool. metro area, any region in the country. The Detroit shirts find... are amazing, dude. Dude, they are. They're, they are amazing. The Michigan ones are amazing. The Detroit ones are amazing. Dude, I used to live in Indianapolis. Quick story. And we had a minor league hockey team there called the Ice. There were two minor league hockey teams, the Ice and the Checkers. And I went to see both of them. And they were just these skeevy little minor league teams. And they have shirts from both teams. I was so excited. Dude, I bet they uh, played against the Saginaw Wheels. Dude, they did. Yeah, I remember yeah, the Saginaw Wheels. Yeah, we used Wheels. to go see Absolutely. that stuff, man. That was so fun. Dude, so okay, fun. so the the team that I grew up uh, rooting for, who always also played against the Saginaw Wheels, the, the Fort Wayne Comets. Did you ever see the Comets? Probably. Iconic, dude. Iconic, like little skeevy minor league hockey town but uh but yeah the, that's fun times they've got those shirts, shirts you're saying though they do that old school that's shirts has awesome. their dude they have their finger on the pulse of uh, of all of that kind of thing that kind of ethos that we're describing little regional inside jokes like places that are special to people from certain places they are all over it we love their product i actually got for my for my other podcast um, the one in which we're great people. Um, <laughs> I got a shipment of gear from Old School Shirts. Phenomenal gear, dude. High quality, good t-shirts. The nice soft fabric that we like. Um, yeah, like the heavy kind of like. Yeah, yeah. That's good you're gonna stuff, love. Dude. You're gonna love your gear. So hop on, navigate to gutcheckpress.com on the computer, and uh, <laughs> <laughs> go to the computer. Run, don't walk. <laughs> dude we're such old men like we're old men not only in the sense that we're planning our own funerals and complaining (laughs) about the government but um but we're saying things like go to the computer get on the computer (laughs) (laughs) i did it on the computer yeah but the the reason you want to do it through gut check press is not because it's easier yeah because you actually are supporting the podcast that way that's it uh, you know let me say something real yeah i mock patreon all the time right yeah I don't know why. I think just because the reason given for every Patreon page is like, oh, there's a lot of expense that goes into this. Yeah. And when it's a podcast, I mean, if you've been on podbean.com, yeah. you know that the, the lot of expense is like if you're totally brand new to it, yeah. buying a USB microphone. Sure. Uh, if you are, uh, you know, otherwise it's like three bucks a month or something or free. Yeah. yeah. Uh, and so there's not a lot of expense. It's just a way to get a little pocket money yeah. uh, and, and like kind of get paid for your hobby a little bit. Mm-hmm. There is, though, expense to having, um, you know, having to keep a website running and uh, you and me uh, wanting to eat steaks together. That's true. Uh, and, uh, you know, drink energy drinks and stuff. That's and, right. dude, Black Rifle Coffee has an energy drink. I'm going to make sure we, you and I can review that when we're together dude, in December. Really? Yes. I, dude, I've got have a catalog. Him, have them send us some free product, man. Let's reach out. Let's make a deal Let's with them. See what we can do, man. Yeah. yeah see what we can do, uh, but, man. But, you know, we want you to support the podcast, but really that doesn't mean you're, that the podcast is going to stop existing. It means that we're just going to have more money to enjoy um, if you do uh, buy our well, books, buy these t-shirts, uh, you know, and listen, buy Muquano coffee. You're keeping us in coffee here. That's right. I love your transparency in that, Zach. And I got to tell you. It was a little misogynist, but there it was. <laughs> it was, and that you're a man and you're you're telling other people what to do. <laughs> How dare you? I mean, really, like, who do you think you are? You know, I, I mean, I'm a man, too. And if you if you hadn't been telling them, I probably would have. But oh, but in gosh, this moment, I'm pointing out what's wrong with you, though. 
<laughs> That's where you I'm get at. Some, dude, yeah. you get points. I get you points. You have an honorary womb now. See, I'm the for, virtuous for a while. one. Yeah. I'm the yeah. good one, right? Isn't this fun, though? Isn't this fun radio? It's, like, dude, I, I feel good because I feel righteously chastened. indignant. Yeah. Yes, and, yes. and bad. I feel good and bad, which is the best kind of thing. <laughs> That's it's it. It's like happy sad. Only happy sad. That's right. Dude, last night we were talking about my Bible study, my men's Bible study. Yeah. And I, and I told my wife that we must be misogynists and uh-huh. like super into the patriarchy because we only read books of the Bible written by men. Well, and that's that's to your detriment. You know, yeah. I don't have to tell you how problematic that is, but um, you know, that's something that's something for you to think about. Um, but you know what Maybe I've been I thinking been, about yeah. lately, baby? Huh. Muquano coffee. I got oh a new box gosh, of so Muquano good. and Me it had too? two bags in it. Two bags Me of coffee. Too? And dude, they smelled magnificent. And then I brewed some and it tasted magnificent. Um, so, baby, tell Same. our listeners how to get Muquano coffee. Go to www.gutcheckpress.com. <laughs> Go to the computer first, though. Like. Get on the computer, um, and then get on that internet, uh-huh. and uh, go to Swag. It's yep. a little box. It's got a picture of a coffee cup, mm-hmm. and then click on Muquano Coffee. Or th- this one, there's no advantage to us if you if you go that roundabout way. You can just go to Muquano, which is spelled <laughs> how it sounds, coffee.com, uh, and get, get this. I don't know if you know this, but I've been texting yeah. a little bit with, with Cody, the, our, our like double-fisted steak-eating yeah. Uh, you know, coffee roasting buddy and uh, To be clear, he's, he's not doing any of that. He's sitting in a room wearing a mask being sick. Because he's a good guy, yeah. Because he's a tremendous human being. Yeah, for Actually, sure. the thing that he's on is in, in the process of doing is an awful thing to be doing right now. Uh, and that is he and his wife are opening a freaking brick and mortar coffee shop for McQuana oh Coffee goodness. there in Rollins, Wyoming. Oh, wow. That's amazing. We need to yeah. road trip out to that, baby. Exactly. That would be amazing. Dude, remember when we used to take these, uh, now I'm getting into nostalgia, dude. This is going to be a rabbit hole. But remember when we used to drive from Lansing to Bay City, and we would go to Tim's, we would smoke two cigars, and then we'd go antiquing, and then we would mm-hmm. drive and, home. And then you'd uh, go lay down in, in like a, a, <laughs> a state park, park district bathroom. Yeah, uh, yeah. Bathroom floor by the by Lake Huron. Yeah, that's, that's yeah. what we used to do. Yeah, That's what we used to do. That was kind of the circuit that we would make. What, what are the chances... I'm not going to rest until I'm laying on a Park District bathroom floor in Wyoming <laughs> after having had too many cigars out there. and some Being mauled by coffee. a bear, probably. <laughs> Being mauled by a bear, exactly. <laughs> Dude, I bet, I bet Cody wears a mask at all times, but it's made out of steak. You know what I mean? <laughs> and, and when he wants to smoke a cigar, he just like eats a little hole in the mask from within. <laughs> exactly. And stuffs the cigar through, yeah. Exactly. Oh, my goodness, dude. <laughs> yeah. I would love to go see their brick-and-mortar store out in, uh, out in Wyoming. That would be amazing. Uh, dude, that, yeah. No, that's, that's, a, that's on my uh, goals list that I don't call a bucket list. Yeah, right. Because I'm but myself. Until then, go to the computer. Go to gutcheckpress.com. Get some Mukwano coffee. Get an old-school shirt. And, and you there's a gut check have... brand, uh, blend rather. There's a gut check blend. That's right. Brand. That's right. Yeah, big fan. Sorry, of I feel it. like I'm stepping on you a little bit here today. I'm, baby. You know what? We're rusty because we haven't we haven't done this program in a little while. Yeah, it's, it's been true. a while. I want to I want to talk about Oasis though. Okay. I want to talk about why you're listening to a lot of Oasis and what is it about that music or that tone or that vibe of music that you're connecting with. It's a complicated thing because when they uh, there's certain songs that when they start. I'm like, oh, gross. Is this a Beatles song? Because I don't like the Beatles. Um, I don't either, dude. I, Why don't we I like the Beatles? Oasis is trying to be the Beatles, and yet yeah. their knockoff version of the Beatles is wonderful to me, whereas like the real thing is odious to me. 
And I don't, I can't, I can't dig any deeper into that. It's a visceral, that's a heart thing. It's probably yeah. rooted in misogyny. Probably, probably. <laughs> now, it's probably, it's probably part of the patriarchy, and I'm probably a bad person. Well, as long as you know that, then I think you're, you're able to be a part of the discussion in a way that could be productive. Now, what you're going to need to do is just kind of suffer in that indefinitely until <laughs> I say that you've suffered enough. <laughs> and then you will be okay. And by you, you mean everyone on the internet. Well, yeah, that's, that's it. And me. And the actual me. Um, but yeah, everybody on the internet for sure. And, and isn't that, though, just a good and joyful way to live? I mean, that's best. Um, so I'm glad we're doing stuff that way is the point. But Hey, Ted. Um, um, yeah. Hey, first of all, can you hear me okay? I can, yeah. You sound different. Okay, good. Well, I have a mask on now. I have actually a couple of them on. <laughs> there you go. Double masking? Um, I du- love you it. You got a double mask. Yeah, got that you. way you know that What are we, animals? You, you're double virtuous then. But that's uh, it. Um, you know, I'm not going to say that they definitely work because if you look at, you know, say the hospitalizations, deaths, and cases in a state that requires them right next to the numbers for a state that doesn't, right. they look the same. But I'm saying that you're more virtuous if you insist on them well, sure. and have them on outside with your kids when you're not around anybody. Absolutely. Um, but back to Oasis. Yeah. <laughs> I think Speaking the thing of. <laughs> I love about it, here's the thing, it's, it's the ultimate pop music because yeah. every single line is a hook. Yeah. You don't have to wait for the hook. It doesn't build to the hook. The first line my boy sings when the song starts, that's a hook. The chorus Dude, you're is right. a hook. The lead I'm thinking the about their lyrics now. Yeah, 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 yeah. You're right. They were kind of brilliant in that way. Yeah. And they, yeah. And they had cool names. Noel and Liam Gallagher. Yeah, yeah. Those are great names. You're not failing with those, man. You're going straight to the top. Yeah, that, that, that stuff is uh, like 90s. It's like... It's drinking some Josta, right? Only yeah. they don't make Josta anymore, I don't think. So you have to like go to to listening to Oasis or you know watching. Dude, now let me let me ask you a follow up question. What kind of guy in the '90s listened to Oasis? Because it wasn't us. Um, right. I remember the only song that I could have like sang along with in the '90s was Champagne Supernova, and I only kind of liked it. And, mm-hmm. and I think I knew. Um, what's the? I don't really want to know how your garden grows. What's that one called? Mm-hmm. Whatever, that one. Yeah. Like, I mean, I knew a couple of them, and I thought they were pretty good. But, yeah, I didn't own any CDs, I don't think. No, uh, I, I think I got either. those later. Um, I think it was mostly, gosh, I'm having a hard time even remembering, like, categorizations of people from from the actual thick of the 90s. I remember there Dude, were grunge guys, but that was a little yeah. earlier. There were, like, skaters. I called yeah. them Johnnies. Um, you called them Johnnies, the skaters? Yeah, yeah and my buddy and I, uh, we would just drive around mostly for fun and visit mm-hmm. people. Uh, like drop in on people, like ten people in a day. That'd be our hangout. And Dude, driving uh, around for fun is a lost art. Oh my gosh! Yes, yes, because nobody has a license that's young anymore. That's but when we true, saw yeah. when we saw skaters, we would open the window and just shout Gianni. Nice. I don't know oh, why. That's interesting. But, yeah. You know, I like it because we're misogynists. That's it, that's it, man. Absolutely. Dude, now um, I have to I have to ask you about another '90s thing. Um, and I'm pretty sure you haven't seen this because we've never talked about it. So there's a podcast that I listen to called The Rewatchables. It's a movie podcast. And they were raving about this 90s movie. It came out in 1995. It was called Kicking and Screaming. It was okay. like Noah Baumbach's first movie. And he's the guy that makes the ultra depressing like hipster movies now. Like he made The Squid and the Whale. He makes Laura Lenny movies is what he does. <laughs> and um, He's probably I, woke, man. Oh, t- 
without a doubt, and I hate his movies. However, like they were such a fan of this uh, kicking and screaming on this podcast that I watched it, and um, it was terrible. Right, it was a terrible movie, but not for the reasons that Bombback movies are usually terrible, which is just like soul crushing sadness. It just wasn't a good movie, but it was it was very time capsule of the '90s in terms of like baggy like light wash jeans a t-shirt that you would tuck in and then some sort of baggy like open like collared shirt like a button-up shirt that you would wear open over the t-shirt they'd wear it like it was a light jacket yes and even though the movie was terrible i was sort of drawn in by by that whole motif like um because that's how i dressed back then and um i don't know i just wondered if you had seen kicking and screaming by noah bombeck i have neither seen nor heard of it yeah, well, um, it's terrible. Don't watch it. You know what it is? <laughs> it's it was ultra low budget. It was what swingers like managed to be, like in in that okay. it was ultra low budget, but really amazing, really authentic, really funny. Had a tight little story that you cared about immediately. I'm talking about swingers now, mm-hmm. and the other one, it had the same kind of like grungy, gritty, low budget ethos as swingers, minus the story, minus any character that you cared about. It just failed on all those levels. But uh but anyway, yeah, it was very nineties, very time capsule. Um and I had wondered if you'd seen it. So Sorry to disappoint, man. Yeah, that's where that conversation came from. And Isn't that's that interesting? Where it went. <laughs> yeah, and that's where it went. <laughs> but dude, something that I know we've both seen, uh, and recently for me is Cobra Kai. Yeah, I've been uh, trying to get you to watch Cobra Kai for ages, man. Dude, I know. And we started watching it, and we started watching it with Mazzy. And, dude, we all loved it. We all got super drawn into it. Um, it was really fun, really over the top. Um, the first couple eps, we couldn't decide if it was good or bad. Like, everybody, almost everybody in it, I think, was a bad actor. So they were all just kind of <laughs> going for it. And, uh, like, everybody deciding to go for it, though, really made it good. And... We loved it, man. And you, I know, were early on the Cobra Kai train. Like, you were an early adopter. And uh, I want to talk about it now that we've we've both seen all the episodes. Dude, there's so much I love about it. I mean, in full disclosure, in the next couple weeks, I'm going to drop the first episode of a, uh, a podcast about mm-hmm. Cobra Kai based non-loosely on an ebook that I wrote about Cobra Kai and spiritual ramifications of it. There so, you, um, you know, that's a little plug uh, and a little indicator of, like, like, what am I about? Well, Jesus, Cobra Kai. Let's fuse those things together. Like, yeah. I mean, it's to me, Karate Kid growing up was was it. You know, it was yeah. the most important. Thing. It was the movie I taped off TV and mm-hmm. and had memorized. Yeah. Um, with the the made for TV. You know, like what's with the karate place? And instead of saying it sucks, he says, "Oh, it." Me, me. Yeah. Um, yeah. And instead of saying you're a pushy little bastard, aren't you? Chris says, <laughs> "Oh, you're a pushy little man, aren't you?" <laughs> like they dubbed in like stuff. Um, I love it. So I mean, like I, I knew it by heart. It was it was so important to me. Karate Kid Two was so important to me. Karate mm-hmm. Kid Three, not so much. We'll talk about that in a minute. Yeah. Uh, but like, so when I heard rumblings of this was about to happen, I was a little scared. Like, are they yeah. gonna sully this thing that I love? But I was also insanely yeah. excited. And as soon yeah. as I saw the preview, dude, in the preview, I, I'm sure you didn't see it because it was it was back before right. season one. Uh, as soon as Miguel says, "Are you really gonna be my karate teacher?" And, and Johnny says, no, I'm going to be your sensei. I was nice. like, oh, this is my favorite show. I haven't seen oh, it yet, but it's sure, my favorite show. For sure. I love and, it. And I didn't think, I thought like, I mean, they were bad actors in a TV way. You know what I mean? Yes. Like like how everyone on, in those kind of TV shows is bad actors. Yeah. Dude, it, it, 
and I liked that about it, honestly. Like, it, it had a very TV feel about it, which, I mean, the 80s was the decade of TV. Um, the whole thing was kind of an homage to the 80s. Johnny's whole character, like, the whole the whole motif of him being stuck in the 80s, I just I loved adored. so much. Oh, yes. me too. Like, he... He drinks 80s beer and he watches one 80s movie, which was Iron Eagle. Which, he likes like, Iron Eagle, too, as well, he, he indicates in season two. <laughs> exactly. You and I were big Iron Eagle guys when we were children in the 80s. and uh, I was pissed about Iron Eagle, too. They killed Doug Masters in the first scene. I was like, Dude, eh, you no can't thanks. kill Doug Masters. That's and there was just... that globalism in it where they all ripped the flags off their sleeves and threw them on the ground. I was like, what? It's crazy. It's like college in 2020. <laughs> 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 It's like being on a podcast with some other people whose names we weren't going to say. <laughs> Dude, that, that, all right, first of all, that's from now on, we don't call that by its by its uh, given name, uh-huh. uh, given by Stephen uh, El Trogi. Yeah. Uh, we call it the Good People Podcast. The Good um, People. That's right. That's and right. Uh, Lovely people. Secondly, I think that like the, the notion of tearing the flag off and throwing it down Johnny would not be into at all. No. I think that that was a lack of research on the part of whoever wrote that line. Dude, but that, him sitting yeah. there watching the the tube TV, uh-huh. eating the sads like um like for breakfast he has like not ring bologna flied but like yeah like actual fried deli meat like 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 you know like packaged bologna yeah like the circular slices. like yeah slices yes, there we sliced go sliced bologna with syrup on it. Yeah. And then for dinner, he eats like Hungry Man meals or like the knockoff version. And he's drinking his Coors Banquet and he's watching this thing and Daniel LaRusso comes on yeah. and he loses his mind. And yep. I was like, this is the best premise I've ever seen for a revival of anything. Did you is- know what it reminded me of? It reminded me of the beginning of Rocky Three, where Ooh. like Paulie is super jealous of Rocky and his success. And he's drinking and he's like staggering around that arcade. And he throws yeah. his empty whiskey bottle through the glass like facade of the Rocky video game, and uh, it reminds you of that in that it is exactly the same thing. <laughs> yes, in that they lifted it directly from Rocky <laughs> yes. Three, which is which is perfectly meta, right? Which is perfect, yeah, and it worked so perfectly. And yeah, dude, a hundred percent. Like I was, it's funny. As soon as I saw Johnny Lawrence as an older guy, like I was, I was in, I was yes. on board. Like in his in his sad apartment. Watching Iron Eagle on the tube TV, like all the things you mentioned. Trying to get I, by, doing a job he hates. Yes. Dude, side note, how are how are Johnny Lawrence's like organs functioning at this point? Like given what he <laughs> e- eats and drinks in the balance of that of that program. Like the guy's never had a vegetable. Like he drinks only Coors banquet beer. I don't I don't yeah. know how he's functioning he, at this he point. He has a glass of orange juice at one point. He starts to make some more some more like yeah, he'd be some fat though in real life. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, for sure. Dude <laughs> Uh, here, here's a, another connection to uh, uh, Rocky, yeah. and I thought it was really brilliant. Yeah. Um, and just a note about the music. I mean, when they did the minor key, sad, cool, cool summer by Banana Rama, so good. Chills, dude. Yo, me too. Me too. And when they when they did the uh, same, um, can you feel the night uh, thing when they were at golf and stuff, like yeah. just recreating some of the stuff. But then yeah. when they um, like played, so so the song "You're the Best Around," mm-hmm. which is the montage song from Karate Kid, 1984. Such a, a fun song, dude. Amazing song. And it was supposed yeah. to be the theme song for uh, Rocky Two, And really? that's why the line in it, history repeats itself, doesn't make uh-huh. any sense when you're watching Karate Kid. And right. then when they come back to that song and it says history repeats itself, now it does make sense. Uh-huh. And, and it's a new recording of it. I don't know. There was so much of that kind of thing. Yeah. The, that kind of interplay where they add a new layer of meaning to something. 
Yeah. Um, I, I, honestly, I thought that when season one ended, I was like, okay, this this whole series should have ended right before Crease showed up. Yeah. Because I yeah, loved, I could see that. I loved the flipping of it, where yeah. now Daniel's the rich douche and Johnny yep. is the underdog that we yep. love, yep. and now because the world is such a different place. When he says, I'm going to teach you a kind of karate that your audio face mask generation needs. Like, yes. this is a, a philosophy that you need now to learn how to stop being such a, a you know, collective wad of cookie dough. And it right. works. And now yes. he's giving the underdogs the confidence. I'm like, that should have been the show. Yeah. But because we live in this super woke world, they had to go, no, 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 no. But then we have to show eventually how... Right. That sort of thing is always going to be bad. And How the strong guy football. always becomes the bully. Yeah, mm-hmm. the whole... Yeah. yeah, right, right, right. How the sweet kid with the scar from, from the... Uh, cleft palate. Cleft, cleft lip. Cleft lip, yeah. probably. Uh, or cleft palate, too. Um, like, how he gets the... Like, becomes, like, an awesome guy and gets the girl. Yeah. And I feel like... And, of course, spoilers. In season two, they went, like, crazy with that character a little bit. Like, Dude, he they became did go crazy evil. With him. Why? Yeah, he became evil. He became, like... Evil incarnate, never capable of doing good. Um, also, I liked how his little friend, um, the, the skinny guy, Dimitri, Dimitri yeah, kind of kind of became awesome there at the end of season two. I guess we're doing spoilers. All dude, over Dimitri, the, place, the freaking mouth, dude, that guy. Yeah, yeah, yeah he was great. He was great. Eli, um, here's the homecoming king. <laughs> <laughs> dude, so I want to talk about. There's 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 a lot of directions we could go on this, but. I want to talk about how all of the characters are neither good nor bad. Like, there's aspects of good and bad in all the characters. Not in Tori. She's just bad. Which one's Tori, dude? She's like the the girl. Oh, with the, yeah, the yeah, yeah. She's the bracelet. new girlfriend. Yeah, yeah. That's right. That's right. She's all bad. I forgot about Tori. Um, but yeah. for most of them, most of like the main characters, even like Crease. You know, there's even something Kreese, there to yeah. feel sorry for. Totally, totally. Even though he's scheming, you know? Okay, so question. Of Johnny and Daniel LaRusso, like, who do you like more? After, after, a thousand percent Johnny. Dude, Team Cobra Kai, beginning to end. Yeah, yeah, same. I think Um, Johnny's son being on Daniel's side is reprehensible. Dude, that kind of killed me. Yeah, it's reprehensible. I hated it. I could never fully get on board with that kid. Also, that kid looked like a... He looked like a woman. I thought he looked like Jonathan Brandis. Remember him? No. What's he do, from? Do yourself a favor here and Google Jonathan Brandis and you'll see his face and go, oh, yeah. Brandis. B-R-A-N-D-I-S? Yeah. Okay. He's a guy from the 90s. He killed himself. Uh, he was a young star. He was on a bunch of stuff. Dude, you're right. I remember this guy. Yeah. yeah. He was on Sequest. He was on He was on a Chuck yep. Norris movie uh, yep. called Sidekicks. Um, wow. But uh, I think that... They're, they could be brothers. But yeah, that kid had like... He was the worst actor of them all, for sure. Terrible. Yeah. Terrible. Yeah, terrible. Mm-hmm. Uh, but, you know, the action sequences were put together really well. They had professionals working this thing. That was my question to you. I wondered if all the kids who starred in the show had like karate backgrounds. It's not... No, no. They were all actors. Like, here's the thing. Um, Tori, the, the bad girl. Yeah. Uh, Kelvin and I were just watching uh, Diary of a Wimpy Kid again. Mm-hmm. Uh, those movies are, by the way, hilarious. And the girl who plays Tori played um, Holly Hills on that, like the the okay. cute girl that he wants to date. The guy who played uh, Hawk uh, uh-huh. is in like a, a couple of Disney movies. He was on Parks and Rec once. Remember okay. on Parks and Rec when uh, 
when they had like the wilderness boys and like like Pawnee princesses. Yeah. And yeah, one yeah. of the wilderness boys wanted to become a princess. That was Hawk. Oh um, my goodness, that's so funny. All actors that did that had a little, uh, you know, that training. Yeah. Um, but yeah, you, you can't explain away some of the the uh, cringy acting based on the yeah. fact that you know, like when you watch the miracle and you're like, these are these are hockey players that learn to act, not the other way sure. around. Sure. So sure, you sure. can turn it. That's right. Not the case. Yeah. Interesting. Yeah. And some of the some of the episodes even they were just dialing it up, just going for like total emotional impact, like the one where. This one was incongruous of a lot of things, but where, like, the guy that used to be in Johnny's crew was, like, dying, and they take him out for, like, a motorcycle road trip, and they get in a bar fight. And that then, of guy course, died in real life a month later. Oh, that's so sad. And that means that he was, like, so they the give him a body bag guy, gets zipped up in a body bag on screen, subtle. Um, dude, right, that was a little ham-fisted. That dude who was, like, okay, I'm going to be actually dead soon. Mm-hmm. I've got, like, pancreatic cancer or whatever. Go ahead and like film me getting zipped into a body bag. Wouldn't that be terrible? It would be terrible. Yeah, I wanted to talk about that actually. That's like, that was a downer episode. It really was. It was such a downer, and there were a few apps that were like that, including, you know, the the last episode of the whole thing. So yeah, we're, that went full like uh, the OC uh, or something, right? Dude, like, totally. It went full like art house downbeat, you know, and and poor Maxim, like our our son Maxim is a sensitive guy, and Calvin's like this too. Um, Maxim was shook by it and so much so that like the next morning at breakfast, he's like, so he's like, so what do you think about it? You know, how how are you feeling about like he was asking me like, yeah, what a sweet kid, man. He's a sweetheart. And he he brought it up a few times and, you know, we talked through it and I was just like, yeah, man, that was, that was a lot. It was kind of depressing. And did you show him the preview for season three where you see Miguel's eyes open? You know, he's still all right. But I, I explained to him how like just how TV works and how a show like this works. Like, and a show tonally that's like this isn't going to leave you with like Miguel in the hospital or Miguel dying or whatever. Like they're going to, they're going to redeem it. They're going to bring it all around. But, um, but yeah, he was pretty shook. It was, uh, it was a lot for him and I don't blame him. That was like, there was a bit of, um, uh, I don't know, West side story, like the jets and the sharks and that, in that fight scene choreography, it must've taken forever to shoot that. And it was exquisite. I mean, it was really well done and, and cool. But, um, but yeah, definitely a downer, downbeat ending. Dude, um, best actor in that whole thing was the guy from I, Tanya, um, the The chubby guy. He was also in uh, – uh, he's in a new movie. I don't know if it came out or not yet about that, like, Olympic – Mom. Oh, the guy, the guy with the with the beard, like yeah, taped to his hands in the party scene. Yeah, yeah, Stingray. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. He was so so funny, and his part in the final fight where he was trying to get a job as a security guard. That was great, dude. His like, job interview. Yeah, it was really funny. I got this, and he walks into the middle of the fight and just starts like beating the crap out of people. Uh huh. <laughs> dude, yeah, that that Cobra Kai really brought back like school fights. You know, yeah, I feel like do you think been... there's gonna be more now. Oh wait, no, I you don't can't know. fight over Zoom is the thing. Yeah, exactly. They get they can have Zoom fights so that so that everybody could stay safe while they're fighting. You know, I mean, I think really that's the that's the takeaway. That's what you want to see. But, so here's um, the thing, man. 2018, I think, is when season one came out, and okay. I think that the what we see is the 2018 uh, All Valley Under 18 Karate Championship. Yeah, they come back to school. It's still 18, and. We're going to get, like, you know, a trip to Okinawa and all this stuff. It's going to take yeah. us into 2019. Yeah. Are TV shows like this going to have to 
like as their timelines catch up with now, like start like. All right. Well, Gosh, all of I our characters not. are now uh, at home with a mask on, so it's just a one oh. big Zoom conversation. Dude, can you imagine how not fun that's going to be? Like the the virtue <laughs> signaling that you're going to get in like modern up to date television. Oh, it's going to be miserable. I hope they don't. I hope Dude, they I get don't. mad when I'm at. See, here's the thing. Here's my thing with masks. I know everyone hears us and thinks we're like anti-maskers, and that's not true. Yeah. I wear it. I don't care. I wear yeah. it because I don't want to have awkward conversations with people, and because for all I know. It, uh, it helps. Whatever. I, sure. I don't, Whatever. I really, yeah, yeah, really yeah. don't care. But yeah. it makes me so angry when I'm watching, when I'm getting gas and like uh-huh. on the Speedway TV thing, it's like, come yeah. on in and get your breakfast. And the guy's got a mask on. I'm like, dude, right. can, can yeah. between you and me, Speedway at, at eight in the morning, can we just pretend that things are normal for a minute? Exactly. Why did you have to spend money to update your little clip to yeah. show a guy in a mask? Like, why? What, what are you getting out of that? Right. Right. Are people responding to this advertising? I'm like, oh, I'm going to buy more of your products if uh, you remind me that the world is terrible. Well, dude, it's funny. Like, along those lines, I was, I forget what I was watching, probably football, because it's the only thing I watch on, like, standard TV. But there was an ad for, like, I don't know, the new iPhone or whatever, the Apple store. And there were two people in the store talking, and they didn't have masks on. But they, they scrolled along the bottom this, like, PSA of this, this ad was shot in safe conditions. You know? <laughs> um <laughs> Lest anyone think, lest anyone think we live in the kind of hideous, awful world where like two people would be in a room speaking to one another without masks on. Our um, world is a joke. It really oh my is, dude. Gosh. It really is. Yeah, it really is. Oh my gosh! Just yeah. so you know, actually, right. these people lived in a bubble for three weeks before they filmed this two-minute ad. That's right, and we we tested them fourteen times during the day of shooting, and you know. Seven were positive and seven were negative, but hey, yeah. you know, but but you know because it's a fifty yeah. percent, uh, you know. Yeah. Hey, yeah, dude, let me ask you this: when it comes sure. to and, and I want to get back to a little Cobra Kai stuff because there's oh, a most lot definitely. to talk about. But yeah, uh, as far as like um, news, are you? I mean, I know you and I are both probably avoiding anything about like Trump and Biden and oh. and all of that disaster. Yeah. Um, but uh, like I every day. I look at the graph for my state mm-hmm. and the country mm-hmm. and sometimes the world, like yeah. coronavirus-wise. I just want to know kind of where we sure. stand. And yeah. every day I do a Google News search on vaccine. Mm-hmm. And like four days now lately, there's been amazing news. Yeah. And I'm wondering if you're keeping up on this stuff and if it's buoying your spirit. Buoying. Buoying. Am I saying that buoying. right? Buoying. Yeah, no, I know. I'm, I'm fascinated by that word. Yeah. <laughs> if it's, it, I mean, is it is it helping at all, or or is that totally off your radar, dude? Speaking of bouillon, and this is this is the deepest digression imaginable, and then I'm going to answer your question. Um, <laughs> sure it made me think of, yeah, it made me think of Officer Kuyan in uh, The Usual Suspects, which we just <laughs> we just showed that to Tristan, and it blew his mind. Anyway, dude, you have to show Tristan. Go on YouTube and look up uh-huh. Key and Peel Usual Suspects. And show oh, him he the loves Key and Peel. Yeah, he loves Key and Peel. The funniest send up of that. It was hilarious. Nice, nice. Anyway, though, to your question, um, I have not kept up with the vaccine news, um, so I'm not being buoyed by it per se. But I feel like you, <laughs> I feel like it buoying you kind of residually buoys me in the sense that <laughs> you're like if it like was if, bad news, it wouldn't make him feel better, right? Yeah, right. Like if if you're feeling hopeful about it, that uh, that gives me some hope too, and. Um, yeah, I feel like once there's a vaccine, 
Like Biden will take credit for it. Fine, whatever. I don't care. Like me neither. You know, just take credit for it. Just let us get back to normal. I don't. I don't care. So that's kind of where I'm at on that. And uh, and yeah, I hope I. You know, I hope they come out with it soon and it's good. And um, I don't know. Whatever people can be happy about it. They won't um, be though. <laughs> there's there's a large contingent of. Uh-huh. Uh, it contains a microchip and involves uh, re-raptured omnibus type scenarios. Do a little ultra jest in there too. Maybe? A little ultra jest, little bull yeah. strength, so that you know. Bull strength, yeah, yeah. Actually, ever since I started taking bull strength, mm-hmm. I barely get the coronavirus at all. <laughs> there you go, dude. Yeah, <laughs> bull strength is the cure. Um, <laughs> Folks, we just, just need head like- on down to whatever your local, uh, you know. Uh, uh, Farm and fleet or whatever, and ask for yeah. a few gallons of veterinarian grade bull salmon. <laughs> That's Make it. Make a smoothie. Yeah. <laughs> Put in a little vaccine too, whatever, and then frap it up. Good Fraps. to go. Dude, can we leave that in or no? Probably I'm leaving not. that in. Okay. Are, there's yeah. no sensors. It's not yeah. TV. There's no board of like. Uh, That's true. What do they call that at like NBC? Standards oh, and know. practices standards or whatever. Standards and practices. Yeah, yeah, we, yeah. Gut Check uh, Press's board of standard and practices is just you and me. Yeah. yeah as I is know, all dude. of our boards and committees. Yeah, we're on the board. We're on all the boards and committees. <laughs> Normally, that would like suck my soul as it does here at my day job. But uh, in we this never case, meet, so it doesn't matter. Yeah, we don't meet. And I feel like our meetings would be really efficient, you know. Um, uh, we'd be like, do we like everything we're doing and do we think it's spectacular? Yes. Yeah. All right. The I'll convey yes. that yeah. to uh, the two CEOs. Do you think we're doing a great job? Yes. Um, <laughs> yeah, no, I, um, yeah, I want to be buoyed by that. But I, I, the thought of, and this is funny, it's because you and I are media guys that we think this way, I think. But like the thought of a movie or a TV show coming out with people in masks just fills me with a, a mixture, a, like a cocktail of rage and despair. Mm-hmm. Um, me too, that I, exactly that, I, that. Equal parts. Yeah, yeah, equal parts rage, equal parts despair, where like I just don't want to see that ever like I, I and I can't help but like envision my favorite television shows like Cheers and Frasier and what it what it would be like if Cliff Clavin was wearing a mask or Norm Peterson you know Norm would have to pull it down to like drink his his omnipresent beer like all the time but um, he couldn't do it in Michigan starting Wednesday and but only for three weeks they're not going to extend it it's just three weeks oh but, gosh no yeah no, they would no. never extend something like that once they've started it how far are we through those initial 15 days to slow the spread is that dude 15 we, days just to slow the spread and take the heat off the healthcare system yeah I think, it's just was, gonna be a yeah. minute guys listen yeah. your grandparents were called to storm the beaches in normandy you can sit on the couch for a couple weeks mm, mm, and i mean you know, lose your job and livelihood yeah. and, unimpeachable and become unimpeachable de- that depressed logic. and kill yourself but um yeah yeah now this is getting dark dude you got you, you're listen we have a role reversal situation today where you need to be keeping me up Dude, I know, I know, and, and, and I've been trying. You're doing well doing my... until you just let me go down that, that rabbit hole. Well, I want to I bring it back to Cobra Kai and Karate Kid because mm, you have... Yes. I feel you have a theory. You have something revelatory yes. about, karate, about Karate Kids 2 and 3 that you want to run by me, and I'm a huge Karate Kid 2 guy. I'm karate a huge... Karate Kid 2, oh, my, my wife thinks is terrible, Oh, she's that's so not wrong. acceptable. She is. Yeah. Oh, that's hard. Yeah, that's that's really hard to know. Actually, I didn't. I, yeah, I feel I'm like sorry. I, I told you that. Actually, yeah, I don't, I don't want to know that about her. But um, but nevertheless, I think it's great, and you think it's great, and um, and we think Chronicle something... Three is the worst ever. The oh, worst movie garbage. Made. Yeah, so bad, so so Pure bad. Garbage. But, yeah, what do you have like, to tell me? So a while back, you made a reference to how 
Rennie Harland had directed Karate Kid 3. Uh-huh. And I, I, I think you were being serious. Like I th- Maybe it uh-huh. was like a, a sidelong like meta joke, like he's the yeah. worst director and that's sure. the worst movie. But I sure. think that like in that moment, you just kind of had th- your wires crossed a little bit. And I was like, yeah. is that true? I don't think that's true. So I got yeah. on the old uh, Internet Movie Database, which, as you know, yeah. contains you know everybody from the cast and crew uh, of every uh, production. That's on the computer, right? You have to on get the com- on the computer to um, see it. Ted, it's a it's a very successful uh, company and also a popular internet website. There you go. And uh, I looked up Karate Kid Part Three to see who was the uh-huh. director, uh-huh. and it is a gentleman by the name of uh, John G. Avildsen. He died in 2017. Yep. Although it looks like he's got a, a movie coming up, Karate Kid Two, starring Jaden Smith. I don't okay. know how they're going to pull that off, but uh-huh. uh, so that name may sound familiar to you. Uh, yes. Because he he did uh, direct a movie that you and I both like uh, by the name of Rocky. Oh my goodness! Yeah, and another one called The Karate Kid, and another one called The Karate Kid Part Two. That's incredible, dude! How do so you make why? Rocky and The Karate Kid, and then yeah. think, oh, this is okay too, and don't take at least don't don't at least like Alan Smithy your name off of it, dude? Why did we think Rennie Harlan directed Karate Kid Three, or why did I think that? Who else could have made such garbage? It makes sense That's for you true. to come to that conclusion. It had that Rennie Harlan look and feel about it, in that it was a terrible movie. You know what else um, he made though? He didn't make he didn't make Rocky two, II, three, or four, but he did make Rocky five. So maybe he just lost the magic sometime in the dude, late eighties. He lost the magic. Maybe the late eighties. He was doing a lot of coke. I don't know. <laughs> I don't. I don't want to say that he was or he wasn't. But dude, uh, did, did cocaine become legal somewhere yesterday? I swear I saw a couple memes that made dude, me I think, think it did. Yeah, <laughs> I think like Oregon. You know, I think you can. <laughs> You can just, like, go into a restaurant and snort a Mountain of Coke, you know? <laughs> oh, hey, did I mention I think our world is a joke? Yeah, they're doing great in other ways, though, out, out there in the Pacific Northwest, though. They're really doing a nice job. Well, they're wearing a lot of masks. I have to assume that they have no cases. That's It'd be hard to do cocaine through the mask. It's just, to me, <laughs> well, logistical. You know, under you the know? nose. Yeah. yeah that's, that's how true. a lot of people think that they're supposed to be worn, so. Miss some. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, Die Hard, dude. It's almost time to watch Die Hard. I can't wait. Um, yeah, but but John G. Avilton, dude, did some bangers. I mean, like the original Rocky, you could make the argument that that's one of the best movies of all time. Like, it's it's up there. Um, so how the same person could direct that and direct Rocky III is, um, is really beyond me. Dude, Rocky, like the original Rocky... A hundred years from now, if there's still yeah. like a, a film industry on this planet, is still right. going to be talked about. Yeah, no, it will. And I feel like yeah. the Karate Kid is is just as good a movie and is as iconic, but not as much a classic, if that makes sense. Yeah. Um, yeah. But it also will it will be you know it was it was trend setting you know. Oh, for sure. Yeah, it was it was a movie that was emblematic of making a certain kind of movie at that time at a high level and. Um, yeah, like Rocky, they they did it really well. Um, yeah, it was a really really good movie that's iconic for a lot of people. Um, on, on the level though of like, like our kids, for example, have grown up by and large having having mu- movies curated for them by us. Yeah. Um, to a large degree, like they didn't have the shared experience of everybody's piling in a car going to see Karate Kid, you know, when it comes out or whatever. That's just not how how stuff is done anymore. Um, so I, I wonder, I wonder what our kids are going to talk about, you know, and what, what that conversation is going to be like. Oh, 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 one other thing. 
that, that, that I wanted to kind of bounce off you it related to Rocky. Um, do you think that Carl Weathers is a good actor? Man, what a great question. Um, <laughs> I think, okay, so I'm thinking about Rocky Four, right? And I'm thinking about that scene where he comes out to Rocky's mansion and they're the watching speech, the old... Yeah. Yeah, they're watching the old films, and he gives his big speech about about being a warrior. Yeah, and I I gotta tell you, dude, that does it for me every time. Yeah, like I think he's he's really dialing it up. I think he's really good in that scene. I think you could make the argument that like it's one of the better acting performances of that whole movie. You know, in terms of like who who's the best actor in that movie, like per per capita in terms of number of scenes that they get. Like he was really good in it, and even his like hubris in the pre-fight dressing room and like even through the Drago fight before he dies, like he's really going for it and he really sells the pridefulness of being Apollo Creed at that time. And uh, so, yeah, like in, in that stuff, I actually do think he's not bad. What do you think? Well, we've been watching uh, the Mandalorian. Okay. Which is, you know, the John Favreau's uh, star Wars TV show. Which I thought was a documentary about American car maker John DeLorean when it came out. Um, <laughs> the man, I saw the, DeLorean? <laughs> the man, comma DeLorean. I was like, oh, I'm in. I, li- I like cars. That'll be good. Dude, I, then, I'm not a Star Wars guy, but I love this show. You'd like It's a Western, okay. basically. And it's got a oh, lot nice, of really yeah. good people in it. But uh, yeah. it, it stars um, Carl Weathers. Uh, as one of the like the guy who kind of like sends the main character out on his his bounties and stuff, and yeah. dude, he's good. And yeah. I was just like, I, I would not have said if I first saw this guy in this, I wouldn't have been like, oh, that's an athlete who like used the juice and, and influence yeah, to, yeah. to get some movie parts. Like, I mean, right. he's not good in Predator. No one's good in Predator, right? Exactly. The Predator's exactly. not even good in Predator, but it's a fun movie. Right. But that's like, not a movie that you're good in. Yeah. I thought he was very, very funny in Arrested Development. Oh, yeah. I thought he like, oh, yeah. he didn't overdo the like, the corniness of it and the self-deprecating. He was very kind of believable yeah. as that version sure. of himself. Yeah. I thought he was, you know, and, and I, that's hard to do. I, I feel like he kind of nailed that in the same way that um, Joey did. Uh, good grief. What's that guy's name? Yeah. Yeah. From Friends. I know who you're talking about. Yeah. In, um, uh, in episodes. Like, yeah, yeah. That, that kind of like, oh, this is me. I mean, we all know it's not me, but this is me. Like, I don't know. I think he's, I think he's a pretty good actor. And I it kind of surprised too. me to realize it. Dude, I know, and I, I get that, and that's a that's a really insightful point. Like his his career could have easily like devolved into self parody, and nobody would have, and and it kind of did. Like it was it was kind of always the joke, like you know, oh, I'm taking acting lessons from Carl Weathers right. or whatever on Arrested <laughs> Development, but but he actually has had a really good career. And as far as like, this is an interesting conversation. As far as athletes who have acted. I've got to think he's on the Mount Rushmore. He might be the best, you know? I don't know. Terry Crews is pretty awesome, too. Terry Crews, yeah, has been good. Howie Long um, is great. <laughs> dude, Howie Long he's, is great. Like, Howie dude. Long is what you'd expect, right? Howie Long is... He's the Mendoza line. Like, he's the baseline of, like, athlete to act, what you would expect. Yet, Arnold Schwarzenegger was the one that comes to mind in the... You know, he was a world-class bodybuilder before he became a an actor. And Terrible actor, career. yeah. Terrible actor, but great career. Like, iconic kind of career, I guess. You know who I think um, is the best one of those guys? Who? Mark Harmon. 
Oh yeah, dude. Such a good actor. A that's a great actor. one. Yeah, that's a great one. That's a that's a really 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 solid one for sure. Now, um, let me ask you one more question, man. Uh, yeah. In the same vein. Yeah. Do you think it's a stupid statement when I say I think that Sylvester Stallone is actually a genius and yeah. not like a, a punchline? Yeah. You think it's um, insane? No, I don't think it's insane at all. Like, why would it be insane? Because he's done. I don't, because he's people. People mock him all the time as being like the guy who's just like. People do mock art, him all the right? time. He's just the but, guy. But like again, if you look at like I don't if know, you he's, look at I, yeah, he's made so many great movies and not just starred right. in them, but made them. He yeah. made the Italian Stallion, didn't he? Write and direct that, like the original. Yes, dude. He um, honestly Rocky like indie movie before they remade it in Hollywood. Yeah, he he made sports movies, honestly. You know, yes, in as terms we know them now. Like, yeah, the whole genre as we know it with like the underdog kind of arc. Um, yeah, I mean, I think he is a genius, Zach. And in part because you look at his whole IMDb from top to bottom. And yeah, there are some there are some turds in there. Like Over the Top is in there. Um, there, there are some embarrassing movies in it. But like by and large, he's made really good movies. I mean, he made Copland. Like he got fat for it. Um, you know, he's made some really interesting movies over the years. And he's made movies that, like, people want to see, you know. And, you know, I, th- I think when people talk about movies and they want to get all, like, film school on it, you know, it's easy to make fun of, of Sly Stallone and easy to make fun of him for being steroidal and, you know, kind of emblematic of a certain kind of 80s guy. But at the end of the day, he made, he made some really good movies. Like, when you go to his IMDb and click written by, he wrote yeah. the screenplay... For Rocky, Rocky Two, Rocky yeah. Three, First Blood, he adapted that. Yeah. yeah, I mean, like, and he also wrote the screenplay for Cobra. You know, you're the disease, yeah. I'm the cure. But yeah, it's fun. It was what, it, what he he never he never sets a bar for himself that he can't clear, and that's yeah. what I love about Stallone. He always yeah. is like, this is in my wheelhouse. I can do this, and does the living crap out of it. He yeah, wrote the exactly. screenplay for like the last Rambo that I that I saw, yeah. and I was like, that was a tight little story dude and like, because he's so like steroidal and handsome and like not arty you know what i mean like uh-huh. like so if you if it's 2020 and you're a screenwriter you're a certain kind of like snivelly arty oh yeah. kind of guy you know what i mean where yeah. stallone was just like dude you're a guy where like, the wind is gonna catch your mask on your face and just carry you away by your ears <laughs> carry you away right 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 whereas he was I mean, he was this physical guy, you know, and just this physical presence. But he he wrote some really interesting movies, like the first Rambo. I mean, the subject matter was quite. Um, I don't know if heartfelt is the right word, but it was it was the whole struggle of like a guy who can't assimilate to civilian life after he's been a soldier, which is is quite a deal, you know. I mean, I mean that's, that was it was based on a, a novel, but still, well, yeah, but it was like well, well adapted. You, feel I guess, for him to, yeah, yeah, for him to, for him to like put it to the screen that well, like it's just it's not easy, you know. Um, but he did it really, really well, and of course, Rocky, you know, being, I, I think Stallone, what he had was, and all the great ones have this who. People who do things at a high level and and move product, I feel like they have an innate sense of what audiences' wants and needs are, and or at least they're dialed into that. That's on their radar, so they don't make stuff just for themselves. They make stuff, I guess, with a with a nod toward what audiences are going to want. And I think he was the he he may have been the king of that. You know, did you ever did you like Cliffhanger? 
Yeah, Cliffhanger's good, man. John um, Lithgow's the bad. Anyway, John, John Lithgow, Lithgow's the bad guy. It's going to be a great movie. Oh, dude, totally. I was just going to ask you who the bad guy was because I was looking. I could see his like huge forehead in my mind's eye, but I had forgotten <laughs> his name. Um, yeah, no, he was great. That was a great movie, dude. Like, yeah, dude. A I'm certain st- kind of movie that doesn't get made anymore. Yes. Um, I wish it did, dude. I wish like the fun action movie with a bad guy was still a thing. Um, I loved I like would, the the eighties like. The bad guy is gonna walk into a room in like his his like dress shirt and his wingtips, like all yeah. cool and collected. You know what I mean? Like that movie. Yeah. I miss yeah. that so much. Mel Gibson's gonna like like get beat up for a whole scene, and then later yeah. on, it's gonna turn the tables. Dude, this is gonna sound terrible, but like that's all dire. And this will this will act as a bridge to the last thing I want to ask you about. Then I gotta go prepare to teach a class. But um, I almost think movie making has gotten too thoughtful and like there's there's really not bad guys anymore there's like big statement pieces and like um there's there's bad guys with nuance and bad guys who you care for and um you know there's all those layers of like stuff you have to think through with the bad guys but i do miss the 80s 90s bad guy you know who for two hours you could go i hate that guy and um yeah. you knew at the end of the movie he was gonna get what he had coming Dude, um, you know how I, I sent you a text that, that Cal and I had gone to see a, a movie in the theater um, called The the Honest Thief with Liam Neeson? Yeah. yeah. Go see that one, dude. Take your kids okay. to go see that. It's a fun, just a fun like action movie, and it's got a bad guy who's really, really bad. And a yeah. good guy who's like the, the you know, anti-hero with a heart of gold. It was a right. great little, it wasn't a good movie. It was just like surprisingly fun and refreshing. Sure. And it was the only movie I've seen in the theater in this state besides Scream since March. And by bad guy, you mean yourself because you realized by the end that you were out in public around other people right. who were also the bad guys. Well, being yeah. a white male. Yeah. Yes. That's that's it. That's it. Well, all, always good when you can realize that. But no, I just started watching... So we just got Amazon Prime again, and um, we just started watching the Al Pacino thing, this series about, uh, like, Nazi hunters. Oh, the, yeah, that was great. That's got my boy um, Ted Mosby. What's his name in real life? Uh, uh, I don't know. Yeah, he's, he's the, like, uh, the like actor in the, in the group. He's from yeah. uh, How I Met Your Mother. That guy is so good. That was a good, that was a good show. Dude, it's really good. It's really well done. We're, we're just now, like wrapping up the first step so we're we're just barely into it but uh in the yeah, first step do you see this the the like presentation of everybody stylized where they're like yeah. this person and they like their name comes up on the screen and like you know oh, like, no i don't i think that's later oh dude i don't think they do that in the first step it's a really fun like because it's a, a comic book moving on your tv they sure. they play with you know the visuals Graphics and, stuff. and stuff that is yeah. gonna suck you in dude you guys are gonna burn through that oh yeah we are we are we're already totally sucked in to it and uh yeah pacino is just doing pacino things Hoo-ah. all over the place which i love Hoo-ah. um but baby i gotta go do pacino things in that um <laughs> I'm, I'm gonna be doing nothing pacino-esque for the next couple hours all i'm gonna do is teach class but uh but it's it makes it easier for me to think about if i tell myself that i'm doing pacino you know things. you're gonna go you do john I mean? keating things that's right dude john keating great educator um until he got fired yeah. Well, you know, the educator. patriarchy. That's it. Yeah. Dude, he would have been... I, I think a funny thought experiment, and we should do this for another app, would be 
if John Keating existed in 2020, how insufferable would he be at your school? <laughs> like, what kind of what what would his persona be like on Twitter? John Keating would be bad, dude. You would not want to hang out with John Keating in 2020. I didn't want to hang out with bad. him in 1950 or whatever that was. But yeah, <laughs> exactly, exactly. Um, oh, that's fun. We should do that. Yes, yeah. We 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 should talk about. This would be another thing. We should we should do a where are they now on um, all the kids from that school uh, you, and like already, who aged the did best. That, man. Did we do it all? Like what they would be like now? We didn't do it on episode. We, we wrote a you wrote a paper I think on it. Did I really? Yeah, it's Son on that gut check army page. Son of a gun, dude! Like where are they now? Thing I got to look at that. Um. <laughs> <laughs> I like that your 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 passion doesn't change even when your memory of what you've done fails. Yeah, you, you know, like you have the same true. impulse to do the same thing. Yeah, I have the same idea over and over again, basically. <laughs> but uh, but it was a good idea, doggone it. Um, but yeah, no, John Keating would for sure be insufferable right now. Like his Facebook page would be a mess. He'd be he'd be terrible. But uh, but that's another topic for another episode, Zachary. Because um, we've done what we've always done on this program, and that we've sold some T-shirts, we've sold some coffee, we've talked about some stuff that we're watching. And we will see you next time. <laughs>